Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. Welcome back to another broadcast of On Earth as it is in Heaven. Again, today I will be talking about breathing. Now, I know you've been doing it all your life. You can breathe. But it's just for that reason that I felt we needed to explore this a bit more. So we'll be doing this over the next few weeks. Just because it is so basic, we tend to take it for granted. Our brain needs to be able to take things for granted. We can't get around walking by telling every single muscle in our leg when we have to contract it and release it. We'd never make it to the bus stop. But I think it's important to, from time to time, review how we are breathing, how we are talking to ourselves, how we are walking, and just basics like that as we seek to integrate our physical body with our spiritual body so that we're all on the same team, so to speak. There are two basic ways to breathe. No, not in and out. From the chest and from the abdomen. If we've been running for that bus, then likely we've been breathing through our chest. Our chest would be moving up and down with rapid breathing. And that's needed for extra oxygen to get in rapidly to aerate our hemoglobin in our blood. But we could also easily, at least at rest, breathe by expanding our abdomen as we inhale. This movement of our abdomen exercises our diaphragm. And it's good to have a diaphragm in good working condition as we need to oxygenate our blood. And as I mentioned, that there's a nerve center of the sympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is the one that is responsible for the reaction you know of as fight or flight or freeze. The natural reactions we have to distress. So we don't want this system that's in our solar plexus to be impinged upon or weakened by a weak diaphragm because we need those signals to get back to our brain. This is the way that our brain understands what's going on in our body. The feedback from our abdomen. These nerves not only control what goes on in our internal organs, but also tells the brain what is going on. Not that we consciously are even aware of how our spleen is doing or what our liver is putting out. But our brain does need to be aware of it. And if it's not functioning well, we will become aware of it as it affects our digestion in our stomach or our sleep patterns, ability to sleep, or feeling fatigue, difficulty breathing. It would also increase our risk of pneumonia 
So it is best if it's left up to the lower brain to take care of all these things that we don't need to be consciously aware of, because once we're consciously aware of it, it's because there's a problem. And we don't want that. I'm sure you've heard of this solar plexus. It is the area right at the, the base of the sternum, right below the, the ribs, the soft, squishy part at the, the center of the ribs. So it's a bundle of nerves. If you've ever heard somebody described of as a bundle of nerves, it's probably these nerves that are controlling that person at the moment. An overabundance of uh, signals telling the person to fight or flee or freeze. Now the body is able to handle this for a while, but it's not meant to be a normal state of affairs. It is meant to be something for a few minutes until we get away from the wolf or bear or whatever it is. If that scenario continues on and that message keeps going to our brain, then we do become a bundle of nerves and less able to use our brain in a creative way. That part of the brain will just not be needed because it's not needed while you're trying to outrun a bear. However, in our modern life, even when we're under stress, we do need that part of our brain. So we need to know how to intentionally turn that part of our brain off to reinforce the parasympathetic nervous system to turn off the sympathetic. Turn off that panic button that is being sent to the brain all the time. It needs to narrow down its choices and focus on one stressful thing, which in business is not ideal in our modern jobs that we have. It usually isn't just one thing that we need to pay attention to. So it's helpful to have a few tricks up our sleeves so that we can reset ourselves as we need to. If someone is starting to panic, you may have heard some helpful person come alongside them, counseling, take a deep breath. Well, there's a reason for that. You could even do a little experiment yourself if you take several quick shallow breaths and just breathe quickly, shallowly, and you'll find yourself becoming more anxious. Or on the contrary, if you take a deep breath and slow your breathing down, you are going to find yourself more able to think creatively and less in that stressed fight, flight, or free scenario. There's even a little trick where you breathe into a paper bag because you're breathing so quickly, hyperventilating, that you're breathing out too much carbon dioxide. And it's that carbon dioxide that will send a signal to your nerves, a neural response, to tell your brain that there's something wrong. So if you turn off that trigger by breathing into the paper bag, then you're not sending that panic signal to the brain anymore. If I'm cowering in a corner, afraid that somebody's going to hear me as I'm hiding, then I'm going to be breathing shallowly. This is telling my body that there's something to be scared of. The brain doesn't have direct contact with the outside world. It's dependent on what I tell it. Then it responds, mostly without telling me what it's doing, by releasing cortisol and other stress hormones. And the body is designed to be able to do this, as I said. 
short term. But if it starts to be a habit, then we're going to have to deal with it and find ways of turning those systems off. So look for times when you may need to reset your brain. In the upcoming episodes, I'll be talking about some examples of different exercises and breathing that you might want to try. So stay tuned for further episodes on how to breathe and other important details. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you. 